Hey, John here. Welcome back to another episode of the show. So today's episode was sparked by another Reddit thread, and the post was actually just a link to a quote. And the quote said, if I do a job in 30 minutes, it's because I've spent 30 years learning how to do it in 30 minutes. You owe more for the years, not the minutes. And I've noticed that this kind of seems to be the quote de jour right now for freelancers. And honestly, my overall reaction to it is just kind of eh. I mean, I appreciate the intent, and it's certainly better than being timid about your pricing and undervaluing yourself, but I still think it leads you down the wrong path. And so what I want to do in the episode today is actually talk about a comment on the thread that I think is more illuminating and what you should pay more attention to. So the comment says, yep, skill doesn't mean the job will get done better, which I think right there, there's a lot of people, a lot of freelancers whose head explodes. So skill doesn't mean the job will get done better. Even if someone is more skilled and the work turns out better, the return on investment might be exactly the same as if someone who is less skilled. All they would need to know is how to make that less skilled work have the same effect through possibly different means or however they figure that out. For anyone who wants an example, if I spend five years learning to make a web, make websites and I make a website for a business, it's not worth anything more if someone else only spent one year learning but creates a website that makes just as much money for the client. This is what people mean when they say focus on the value. If you are making something for a client that will bring a return to them, then that is value. Now, Again, it's kind of roundabout. I think at first for a lot of people that this makes no sense because people tend to, freelancers in particular, tend to equate skill with value with price when we actually sit down to think about this stuff. So let me try a clearer analogy. Let's say I was a world-renowned chef. So I could be a world-renowned chef, really high skill level. But if I go into a McDonald's and, and whip up a burger using their ingredients and their method, what I've actually created in the end is no better than what a $7 an hour employee can do. So all my skill doesn't actually lead to the end product being of any higher value to the customer. And that is the point that he's making and it plays a big part in deciding what services you should offer. So let's take a more concrete example. Let's say you're a web developer. Now, there is a market out there for fixing website problems, being a troubleshooter and bug smasher, that kind of thing. And that could be your service or one of your services. But there's a ceiling on what people are willing to pay for that because clients view it as an expense, not an asset. And that ceiling will then always limit what you can make no matter how skilled you are at it. So you could be the best bug smasher and website fixer in the world because you're in that niche and you're offering that service, there's always going to be a ceiling. On the other hand, there's another service, let's just say building landing pages for websites, and that service virtually has no ceiling. Why? Because what those clients care about is conversion, how well a page turns visitors into leads or customers, and that can always get better. A good conversion rate is 20% or 30% depending on the scenario. So there's still always lots of room for growth and there's no landing page that I know of or have ever seen that gets 100% conversion. So it can always get better. So there's always room to improve and, and be more skilled and, and get better at this sort of thing. And that service is tied to real dollars and cents for the client. So they view a good landing page and the person who creates it as an asset, not an expense. So you will likely make more offering this service 
with even just mediocre skill at it than you would offering a fix-it service, even if you're really high-skilled at that. So the point is, when thinking about what services you're going to offer, look at it from the client's perspective and what value they are going to get. What value do they place on it? And then choose wisely. And don't always assume that skill, ta- uh, skill, value, and price are all equated. There's a lot of nuance to this, and you, you really want to think it through and get yourself in the right service that has a high ceiling, and you don't have to be the absolute best in the world in order to make good money at it. Now, I'll give you a hint when it comes to all of this. The closer you can get to the actual money-making function of the business the more you're going to be viewed like an asset and the more you're going to be able to to charge. So things like landing pages, sales pages, SEO, you could probably think of a half dozen more off the top of your head. All these things are viewed more like assets, so they have a much higher ceiling than just being another monkey who can fix a missed semicolon or you know another graphic designer that create a decent-looking logo. Whatever your niche is, there are these common things that anybody can do, and then there's these other things that are tied more closely to the money-making parts of the business that require a lot more skill and have a much higher, higher ceiling. Those are the things that you really want to look for. Now... You might rebuke that advice because of fear or laziness, but you also, you know, for some of you, that might be the light bulb moment you need to blast off in your career. Either way, it underscores the importance of picking the right services to offer and doing some work and research when doing so. Of course, I have a guide to help you do just that. It's a part of my Freelancing 101 series called What Services to Offer, where we walk step-by-step through picking, packaging, and pricing your services based on real world data, not guesses and hunches and whims and so forth, but real world data. So you know, when you get done that the service you have that you're offering is something that has a high ROI. In any case, you can get access to it for free over on Skillshare. All the details on the course and how to get free access are at johnmorrisonline.com slash niche. Again, that's johnmorrisonline.com slash N-I-C-H-E. Or if you have any more questions about the Skillshare offer, you can go to johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. I've created a page there that talks more about the offer and explains everything in detail and so forth. So that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.